It's episode 106 of the Auto What podcast. I'm Amon Bashir, and with me is Keegan On and Rob Attrell. Our guest today is Anne-Marie Snako. Pretty close. <laughs> close. <laughs> I, I, a little too snake-o. much. Too much snake. I almost did too much snake. Yeah. I, I did too you much did snake. A little too much snake. That's all right. More A. Snakeo. There it is. Third time's a charm. So, first of all, welcome. Thank you. Second of all, you see that we have some beer. Yes, I do. Not quite an amber, but it's a red. And I can't even think of what the difference is. I you don't know, think there's much of a difference. I don't think there is. I think amber might be a little more like caramelly, but that's just my yeah. guess based mm. on taste. Okay. Yeah, I get that. But uh, anyway, so what are we drinking, Rob? This is a beer from Lake of Bays Brewing Company, and it's called uh, Spark House Red Ale. So it's got it's got the red in there. It doesn't have the amber, but uh, sure. it's from Ontario. And uh, it says it pours with a deep copper, almost reddish brown hue. I see that? And uh, so it's got some caramel flavor, some toffee flavor. And then uh, some grain and bread flavor, like apparently pumpernickel and rye. Is that, uh, is there any taste? Like- it's a bitterness, I think, okay. for the pumpernickel, yep. maybe. Sure. Yep. Yeah. How is uh, it? So what do you think, anyway? I like it. It's good. I always like a copper kind of beer, and I think this kind of fits the bill. And uh, I don't know. It's refreshing. Okay. It's not as heavy as a lot of red ales, I find. Right. Yeah, that mm-hmm. makes sense. What, do you, what about you, Keegan? Mm-hmm. It tastes more like beer than bread. I would say, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> the That's texture helpful. a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's light and fluffy. So being liquid and all too, that that helps. Uh, yeah. All right. I have what no are, opinion this week. Yeah, it's got a nice bitterness <laughs> to it. It's not too sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a uh, it's it's a bit smoother too. I was expecting it to be a lot hoppier than yeah. it is. Yeah, but for I, sure. I guess. Yeah, I guess you get that more with the lighter IPAs beers. And stuff yeah, like exactly. That, yeah. yeah, that's it. So that makes sense. And Rob, what you it's good. I mean, it's got a strong flavor. I'd, I think he can. You why wouldn't you like this? Is a darker beer? I do like it's it. not very hoppy. Oh, oh no! I just you said you have no opinion. I just didn't feel like making a <laughs> like turning my brain on to do it. Oh, okay, but I do like like ambers and and brown ales. Those mm-hmm. are my favorite. Like Spearhead does some really good stuff. But oh, for sure, right. brown ale. They have a, a Spearhead Hawaiian yeah. IPA. That one's yeah, really that good. One's great. Yeah, and their Moroccan brown is really good. Yeah, maybe oh, that's, that's the one I bought from them exactly. Yeah. Actually, mm-hmm. you went through a huge phase yeah. of just drinking that. Eh? Yeah. Well, <laughs> not a uh, huge. It was, it was, it was, okay. it was, it was pretty long. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, what, what do you want now? 1855 again? Yeah, 1855 yeah, is like the worst ad for this beer ever. Just talking <laughs> about different beers. That's all right. <laughs> I mean, we're buying it. They're not, yeah, they're not sponsoring us, so it's fine. Yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Let's Ke- Keegan's working on something. That's it. We'll see. <laughs> with Sparkos? No, no, no. Yeah, that's, gotcha. Just in general. Yeah, there you go. Beers <laughs> in general. <laughs> anyway, so with that, that's what we're going to be drinking. Um... Why don't we start off with just learning a bit about you, Anne-Marie. So where are you from? How did you get to where you are? Well, I guess just to start, as you can tell from my t-shirt, I am from the city of Saskatoon. So you're not just wearing that for fun? I'm not just wearing it for fun. (laughs) It's a great place. Uh, (laughs) This this map is a little old, I think, back from the day maybe when the city was made, but I'm still still a fan. (laughs) Sure. Um, So I grew up in Saskatoon. I went to university there for political studies. Uh, We call it political studies out west. You guys call it political science out east. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I moved to Montreal shortly after getting married and uh, lived there for a year, very poor and enjoyed the music and the art very much. And uh, then I moved to Ottawa to go to school. So uh, that's, I took uh, communications for my MA, which is kind of how I met Rob. Yeah. Uh, Rob actually lived in the apartment below mine. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. It was really good that it wasn't the reverse because we would right. have probably been, we might have even still been loud, but I, if I recall, the people below us <laughs> they were even loud. louder. They were really loud. Yeah, you guys were a nice buffer in between, yes. I think. Yeah. How, how long did you live uh, like in the same building? It was around a year, wasn't it? Around a year. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Okay. yeah. What, but, uh, oh. What, what, when about when was that? Because I remember like... 2012? Yeah. Oh, 20, okay. 2011, yeah. 2012, somewhere in that range. Yeah. Okay, because I, I remember it must have been after that. After that, was it that when you had neighbors that, that didn't like you so much? No. It was us. It was, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Upstairs? Yeah. No, Something like that. So. Anyway, I, I, used, yeah. I used to go over every now and again, but uh, oh, okay. I also remember that they, they definitely threw some parties. Yeah. I think maybe, it was mostly yeah. the people on the maybe, floor. Yeah, that's true. I guess yeah. so. I guess so. Maybe yeah. you and just after you guys lost, yeah. After yeah. you that's left, there was. were some bad people in there. <laughs> All right. Well, well, feel free to dish anything about Rob from those days. Yeah. But, uh, right. yeah. yeah. So, anyway, I, there's an MA is a master's. Master of Arts. Arts. Yeah. So, Arts. I took uh, communications to kind of take that political science. And mm-hmm. uh, I actually, I didn't mention this, but I worked as a journalist for a long time. Okay. Oh. Um, so, you know, working as a journalist, especially moving to Montreal was really tough, mm-hmm. um, especially because English is my first language. French is my second. So right. it's uh, not that many English publications to really get in on. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, you know, I did my best for a year and I'm really proud of myself for doing <laughs> that. It made it through. And uh, then I decided to kind of go into communications. It's a little bit more stable, yep. um, but it also kind of took my politics interest and my journalism and kind of put it together. Okay. So, um, yeah, I, I think that's kind of how I got there. But. That, that, that's why you, you sort of jumped into that program type thing? Is yeah, that and um, I ended up getting a job in Montreal at McGill in communications. And oh, I, see. Uh, I re- ended up realizing that it you know had a lot in common with journalism, but yeah. it was a bit more stable. And as long as you're working for a company, you really believe in what they're doing, sure. then... Uh, you know, it's it's something that I, I enjoy a lot. So okay, yeah. Uh, and then, so what happened after sort of grad? After grad was difficult. It's hard when you're not from Ottawa and you have to make the networking and those connections yourself. Um, I wasn't in a co-op program at all, so I had to kind of just uh, rely on getting my resume out there and talking to people. Um, So I ended up getting a contract at Environment Canada through a friend from my program, just a casual kind of thing. And uh, I guess I'm pretty good at communications. I moved up pretty quick. (laughs) uh, Yeah, now I'm a senior comms officer for the government. There you go. That's awesome. It, it's really unfortunate. I like going to school. I knew a bunch of people that were in communications, but I was in science. And so mm-hmm. I, I really got along well with people in communications. And looking back, I should have also taken communications because yeah. that's like kind of where I where I feel like I belong much more than much more than at least where I am. Like I've, I'm starting to fit in now because it's been mm-hmm. about three years, but. It takes some learning to catch up on those things, too. But I think that you're kind of coming from a unique perspective because you've got that science background. Yeah, exactly. And if you're doing science communication, that's almost more valuable Mm -hmm. because the communication skills you can learn if you've got a natural ability. But, like, for me, sometimes my job is to explain, like, quantum physics or, like, (laughs) photonics to someone. And, you know, I have to kind of really, like, do my research and, you know, learn about a whole science field and then explain it. So I think you're coming from kind of maybe an advantage, but... I don't Local know if anyone, okay. <laughs> yeah, no one can actually explain quantum physics, but except Trudeau, but people can try. Except well, Trudeau, apparently, <laughs> <laughs> that was a very good thirty-second explanation. I'll give him that. That yeah, was great. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> um, so why why science communications, or is that just kind of where you landed? It's kind of where I landed, but also one of my first. Um, jobs, I guess, was, uh, well, I started out in arts journalism, which is kind of interesting. Okay. But uh, I got a job at the University of Saskatchewan when I was an undergrad, kind of a co-op thing. Yep. And uh, yeah, I just, it was my job to like speak to 
Canada Research chairs there actually and write their profiles for our website, oh. which is kind of funny because now I'm the, the communications yeah. officer. I'm <laughs> the only communications officer for the Canada Research chairs program. Sure. So it's like one of my first jobs ended up being my current job. Right. Full circle almost. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's that's cool. Yeah. And so, what does it mean? What does it mean to be in science communications? Well, it's okay. That's kind of difficult to answer, <laughs> but I would say the way I kind of describe it is you're taking complex ideas that people don't necessarily care about, really complex things. And, you know, like I was saying, photonics or whatever, and you're really narrowing it down to what people can relate to or understand. Uh, so maybe, you know, you're talking about, I'm trying to think of something easier than quantum computing. for my, <laughs> sure. Almost my, any field. Any, any field, say, yeah. you know, ecology or something. <laughs> yeah. And you're trying to come up with like, you know, like millions of years ago, dinosaurs roamed the earth, kind of a story sure. to hook them mm-hmm. in and to help them realize that, you know, um, science really does impact their life today. It's kind of like politics, you know, like yep. it impacts everything, but people just need help making that connection, I guess. Okay. And, and who's they, who's your audience here? Well, it's very interesting. So in, in communications, we talk a lot about like, you know, segmenting and targeting your audiences, that kind of a thing. So, you know, I work at the Social Sciences and Humanities Research Council. So often that might be researchers or it might be, uh, for one of our programs, our focus is research administrators because they're the only ones who can actually apply for a certain program. Mm. Or, you know, so you really speak to people using the language that they already use and you sure. try and, um, kind of come, you go to where they are as well. So it could be anything, but I would say in government, there's always kind of a duty to inform the general public as well, yep. which is kind of tough. Right. Yeah. I get that. Oh, and, and so raising that's interesting as well, because studying or taking your MA, you obviously knew you wanted to do something in the communications field, but ending up in government, was it what you expected? Uh, yeah, I it definitely, was? I went into my MA expecting to get a government communications job. Perfect. My undergrad was in political science or political studies, sorry, yeah. science, okay. <laughs> sure. But, uh, my MA thesis was on segmenting and targeting, uh, in the 2012 presidential election with Mitt Romney and, mm. uh, Obama. Yeah. And basically there's this organization, ProPublica, kind of a journalism organization. Okay. And, uh, they had this whole database of, uh, all the emails that they were sending out to people in different fields, um, uh, to try and get them to donate or go to events and things like that or volunteer. And the email would be almost exactly the same, but like maybe the speaker changed. Like it might be Joe Biden or Michelle right. Obama or mm. something, uh, depending on who the person was. And they all filled out surveys. So you knew exactly who this person was. So like say soccer moms from the Midwest would get Michelle Obama kind of a thing. Interesting. So you, I guess my interest huh. was in like, what does that mean for politics? when we're talking to people in different ways, yeah. when we're reducing the message maybe when we should be expanding. I don't know. Anyway, right. Yeah. So where, where did you land? What? <laughs> As in all good academics, I brought up more questions than nice. answers. <laughs> but uh, basically, I would say it's the fact of the matter is we're documenting now how they're doing it and uh, it's an increasing trend. So we're going to keep looking for it, looking for what it means, I guess. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, with that, let's jump to a segment. Uh, Keegan, I'm going to slow this down as much as possible so you have some time to load the get a new phone. Yeah, I got it. I know. <laughs> and there we go. I always, uh, yeah, I get caught looking at something else. Okay. <laughs> on your own time, man. <laughs> why, time. why do you have that look on second, your face? Working on our second segment. For, uh, oh, sure, okay, sure. Okay. Good recovery. Uh, what's Classic Ottawa? Classic Ottawa is our news segment. We take a, uh, a fun look at the news uh that is happening around Ottawa. 
Enlighten us. Hmm. Oh, okay. (laughs) Do tell. (laughs) Ottawa residents are baffled after a series of strange incidents on Sunday, consisting of a break and enter, gunfire, and a stolen police cruiser. No charges have been filed, but police say they have their best crew on the case, naming Fred, Daphne, Velma, Shaggy, and (laughs) Scooby-Doo as primary investigators. Nice. Uh, um, <laughs> from lighthearted to <laughs> horrible a man has been charged with voyeurism after trying to film up a woman's skirt at Buskerfest. the man is said to be outraged that impersonating a statue is considered busking but that anything he wants to do is perverted <laughs> okay uh, a legendary fruit market closed down its 70 year old store on sunday the store is run by three generations of the same family the latest finds that the area is becoming a bit too bushy. <laughs> That's good. That's good. <laughs> and finally, Alanis Morissette is reportedly selling her Ottawa condo for almost $1 million. The singer-songwriter is perhaps experiencing financial difficulties as her former manager had one hand in her pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I like that song. That's and that's great. the news this week. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, I feel like I should clap. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's fast Thanks for that. Week, right? I that was, that was a about? good, yeah, that was probably your best performance in a well, while. Fast isn't always good. I think I, I pause between them longer. <laughs> usually. Yeah. Yeah. I've been told that too the many times. The pause from Zabushi was good, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Good timing for that. Good timing. Um... So what are some of the things you do in Ottawa? Well, do you do you do writing outside of, you know, just science communications? I feel like I've seen uh, your name somewhere. To. First Fest? Something? Yes, I did. Okay. okay. So I used to do some of their um, uh, apartments or, yeah, Apartment 613. They do um, kind of like theater reviews around Finch Fest. And yeah. my mm. first, maybe it was my first or second year in Ottawa, I did one for them. Yeah, I, that was a while ago. That's, that's really random. <laughs> that's really random. random. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, um, I don't know but I, I used to do journalism, right, in the arts and yeah, stuff. Yeah, so I think I was kind of wanting to get into that a bit. But my job keeps me a bit busy lately. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Do you miss that at all? I do. I've been kind of brainstorming lately about some fiction. I was actually... Uh, did you guys watch Stranger Things? Uh, producer things. Zach is doing that right now. Yeah. But, it uh, is amazing. And is I was there, like uh, super... I was super inspired by Barb. She's okay. like the kind of like... I don't want to say loser best friend, but she kind of was. And like, <laughs> like wore dowdy clothes and like, like high frilly, like shirts and everything. Sure. But she was just like a good friend. And I don't know. I was like really inspired by her character. And I kind of felt like all of us are Barb. You know? Okay. <laughs> sure. So I've been like, kind of like conceiving kind of a, like a, actually kind of a hiking book around someone like her. So. Okay. I'm very early brainstorming, but okay. I'm hoping to start writing soon again. Not uh, bad. Yeah. Again. Have, have you written something? book length length before no i mean i've always kind of dabbled yeah. in like short stories and stuff i've okay. had some like poetry a long time ago published um mm. mostly like i really liked writing features a lot for like arts features on musicians mm. yeah, or artists totally. and things like that um yeah. but, you were slam yeah. slam poetry <laughs> i into that. actually funny story I, I i did way back in the day in saskatoon during yeah. my undergrad i did one about alex trebek of course and william <laughs> shatner i like Beautiful. got on this thing i'm like canadian icons like, yeah, uh, yeah i gotta spread the wealth and the, the joy about these guys so nice. yeah i kind of got into that for a little bit but i nice. wasn't like serious enough okay or depressed yeah. enough you're not seeing my finger quote <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay yeah uh, i guess so you did it in more of a positive light i guess yeah like okay. I, I would say humor for sure 
whatever. Like, I like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Used to slam them on, Making, right? like, jokes about nope. Vulcans when I'm talking about their, you sure. know, like, sure. you know, yeah. lame <laughs> Star Trek jokes. Yeah. That's all right. That's, that's right. my poetry style. Not bad. Okay. So, uh, outside of that, what, what are the things you do around Ottawa? You... Well, you you um, maybe not just Ottawa, but you you like music fests. Yes, I just came back from Oceaga. There it is. I'm sure, that's where you're leading. Yep. Yes. <laughs> um, I really wish I could have made the whole festival, but unfortunately, I just made it down for Sunday. Okay. Um, it's been like a lifelong dream to see Radiohead perform, so that was like mm, my main concern. Right. Okay. Um, and also, um, oh, how can I not remember his name right now? Uh. <laughs> it's something bridges and I want to say Jeff and that's so embarrassing because that's not who it is but basically I went to go see uh, M83 uh, and mostly Radiohead so okay okay, yeah. okay. that's not bad yeah and uh, okay well, first of all first experience seeing Radiohead uh, oh she I guess sorry uh, I have been before when I lived in okay. Montreal I went and then maybe like a year or two after that we but first experience that. seeing Radiohead first experience seeing Radiohead how was it it was like mind-blowingly amazing okay, <laughs> okay. Um, I can tell I'm getting older because I just can't stand <laughs> as long so like at the beginning I was like right before Radiohead played actually we were like right at the front of the stage but I just knew I couldn't stand for another like three hours so okay. we kind of moved to the back didn't have as good of a, a view as I would have liked but they played a lot of their new stuff but a lot of their old stuff too that's key. um they played paranoid android uh they played everything in its place right. and they ended with creep of course which mm-hmm. like everybody was singing along and freaking out and yeah. they never play that anymore oh so, really yeah like huh. i don't know how many years it's been since they've played wow. that so that's wow. huge that's yeah. awesome okay yeah did you did you go to any of the festivals around here or i guess blues fest is the main one that happened but right. there's city um, folk coming up there's all I'm hoping to go to City Folk, actually. There's not that many bands that really caught my eye this time, but um, Blues Fest, I was out of town. I was on a a bike trip, actually. Um, So... I guess I'll get into that. Um, <laughs> my husband and I decided it would be a good idea to bike from Ottawa to the Sandbanks. Uh, just a little ways away. Yeah. Like crazy and insane. <laughs> are, are you guys avid bikers, first of we're, all? We're pretty big cyclists, yeah. We okay. don't have a car. We bike everywhere. Like We'll bike out of town to go places and stuff like that all oh, the time. Wow. So, but, so it uh, wouldn't be out of this world for you to It wouldn't be along. out of this world. <laughs> okay. But like it was way too ambitious definitely <laughs> um so we ended up biking to smith's falls which is 82 kilometers and Great. it was also like 33 degrees out oh, so yeah. despite Yikes. like applying sunscreen like four times we were just like super sunburned um adam had these sunburns <laughs> on his legs that were like raised oh, and it was supposed oh. to be 30 degrees like all that week so we just decided like let's just rent a jeep and toss our bikes in the back <laughs> and just drive the rest of the way so not bad yeah it wasn't bad i mean it definitely felt kind of like embarrassed like yeah, you know yeah. renting this massive jeep when we're like let's be ecological like, <laughs> yeah. like down to the sandbanks you guys have a hummer <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah basically like <laughs> how long did it take you to get to smith fall uh probably like five hours yeah okay yeah okay not bad, but I mean, at one point we actually had to like stop at the side of the road because it was just like too hot. It was like right. f- mm-hmm. four o'clock and just super hot. And this like woman pulled up her car and she's like, are you guys okay? Oh, no. <laughs> you know, we told her, yeah, we're fine. Just take a break. She's like, I'm going to go get you some iced water. Oh. So she ends up driving all the way back to her place, like five minutes away, bringing us back ice water and freezies oh, wow. and bug spray. And we're like, you are God's That's angel. That's amazing. <laughs> Makes the whole thing worth it. Her name was Elaine. So shout out to Elaine. Yeah, Thank Elaine. you, Elaine. Yeah, you were right. my, my angel of my bike trip. There you go. Sure. Yeah. And she was real. 
She, I just, think just checking. so. Right, it's hard to tell, right? She may have been a mirage. <laughs> okay, there you go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't think I've ever enjoyed a free. I don't think I've had a freezy for like ten years. But yeah. like that was the best thing I'd ever had. Okay. Yeah. I mean, at that point, anything. Yeah. But if yeah. Need, freezy yeah. makes it so if much you more. You need energy. But that would be the best sugar, way. Just sugar, straight cool up. Cool colors. Like, yeah. yeah. No was, cuts on my mouth though, because like. You know, oh yeah. Kid, Those were the worst. That was a hazard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So there's that. Now, how about uh, other things about Ottawa uh, restaurants? You 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 know of a, uh, quite a few. From what I, I do. Okay. I so my husband uh he started out as a savory chef actually, but now he's the he's the executive pastry chef at the Chateau Laurier. Shout out Adam. Wow, um, no big deal. Yeah, MBD, <laughs> no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, so he and I both really like uh, eating out and going to restaurants and stuff like that. It's kind of a hobby. We both love cooking and stuff too. It's uh, we're I hate the word foodies, but like we love we, our food. You are a foodie. <laughs> we love our food yeah. for sure. Great. So um, yeah, I would say uh, there's lots of restaurants opening up all the time in Ottawa. Uh, my favorite's probably Whale's Bone, and they just opened up another location yeah. in Elgin. Is that open? It's open. Oh great! Yeah. Okay. I went for the brown bag lunch one day, and sure. it, was, okay. it was super good. Not bad. Okay. Is um, Whale's Bone main? Ma- mainly seafood yeah uh, yeah yeah it's like sustainable seafood that yeah. they do so it's like you don't have to feel bad about eating it either right you yeah know? yeah good call that's yeah. yeah that's a big thing okay for sure uh you know with me renting my jeep and everything yes. I really oh yeah <laughs> you need to balance it out now yeah exactly. about 10 years and yeah <laughs> only eat there for a long time there you go um but yeah no i'd say that's probably my favorite um i think i also mentioned to you guys that i really like el camino okay, yeah. um but probably one of my favorite restaurants that's kind of unknown to people maybe is uh ali rang it's a korean restaurant on nelson and Rito, or just off Rito. Okay. Okay. And uh, it's like a house. I don't know. It just huh. looks like a little house. And uh, yeah, it's like this amazing Korean restaurant. They've got this uh, bibimbap and a stone bowl that comes to you. And like their kimchi is so good. Uh, so that would be like my number one recommendation yeah. to someone looking for something different. Huh. Okay. Nelson okay. and sorry? It's off of Rito. So you just follow Nelson like maybe up a block or two. Okay. Awesome. Yeah. Cool. Super good. Called that Ali. Ali Rang. Ali Rang. Rang. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. That's oh, great. I've never had Korean food before. Oh, really? Yeah. I think what, it's what? like one of my favorite kinds yeah. of food for sure. Like I love kimchi and like kind of like, you know, like funky kind of flavors a little bit. Mm, right. They oh, definitely neat. do that well. Lots of pickles and stuff too. Oh, great. Nice. Mm. Yeah. Like pickles. Bad. Cool. Yeah. You mentioned, I saw about kimchi there that you actually make I do. I do make my own kimchi. Um, I love fermenting so much. A long time ago, my friend gave me, uh, uh, it's called The Art of Fermentation, I think, by Sandor Katz. It's this great book that talks about, like, basically how you can, like, forage stuff from around your house or, like, you know, Mm -hmm. even just stuff from the grocery store or farmer's market and make your own pickles and your own, like, uh, sauerkraut, all that kind of stuff. And I've just been, like, really having a lot of fun experimenting with it and seeing Mm -hmm. what I like to eat and what I like to make. Um, I think probably my favorite so far, well, definitely kimchi. I make that all the time. It's just always in our fridge. Nice. <laughs> but uh, I also really like uh, just taking cauliflower and fermenting it with like juniper berries and other kind of things. And, right. Yeah, it's super good. Okay. Yeah. That's and awesome. it takes on like a pickly. 
It does. Yeah. Well, have you had kosher pickles before? Yes. Yeah. So yeah. it's still sour and like still tastes okay. like a pickle. Yeah. And uh, people are always surprised. They expect it to be like kind of watery and gross, but like mm-hmm. it is like still so crunchy yeah. and like vinegary. And I don't know. There's no vinegar in it, but it's just like the lactic acid just tastes oh, so sour. Oh. That's nice. cool. Um, I actually made dill pickles a regular way with just vinegar. And then I fermented some once. And my husband actually thought the fermented ones were the vinegar ones. Whoa. So, and he's a chef. So that's awesome. like that's, yeah. that's some pretty good pickling right there. <laughs> I don't want to chew my own horn. But. Yeah, but come on. That's it. Uh, Keegan, you have a game for us? I do. Okay. I know that uh, you're saying you like board games off, yeah. off air. And so I made up this game that's going to be a new weekly segment, I think. You say that every time. <laughs> nothing okay. is caught on. <laughs> but this is my nomination for this week. It's called What's in the Name? For a board game. Ooh, oh, okay. okay. The name is too long. Famous but, quote. But I feel like it, it needs rhymes. double snaps after. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, how it's going to work is I'm going to name you a title of a board game. You have to tell me if it is a real game or if it is a made up game. Mm. Nice. We'll have Team Ottawa versus Team Guest, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, team Snake. Oh. Snake. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like to go first or second? Team Snake. Well, first the worst, second the best. I'll go second. Okay. It's my strategy. I like that. (laughs) Team Ottawa, your first uh, game is Bread, the board game. Is that a real game or made up game? Made up. You want to go made up? I'm going made up. All right. It is real. Apparently, it was a popular show in the 70s, like briefly popular bread. Is it a reference to like money? No, it was a show called Bread, and then they made a a board game Hmm. about it. Hmm. Okay. Do you know what the show hope, is about? No. Hmm. I hope it's like about the fundamentals of baking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what degree do you bake your bread? <laughs> yeah. For a sourdough. <laughs> All right, team guest, your question. Kay. Settlers of Catan. That's obviously oh, a game. Real, real game. Real game. That's correct. Yeah. One nothing so yeah. far. Here we go. You can get tougher on me. Yeah. <laughs> team. I almost called you team two. Team Ottawa. Uh, Capital punishment. You take this one, Rob. I'm thinking made up again, but uh, oh, you know what? Actually, that sounds real. How is capital spelled? Oh, uh, the one way. Is there more than one way to spell capital? Can you spell it with an O at oh, the no. end or an A? Are you trying to get me to look it up? <laughs> it is spelled the right way. A L. I mean, he. I, I want to say real. <laughs> Yeah, let's go with real. A good actor. It is a real game. Okay. I knew, that one. I knew that one. You knew that one. I really? Did. I oh, did. Lord. I don't know how. Play, where you play four criminals and two liberals, and your goal is to get the criminals executed. Wait, there there are liberals and <laughs> criminals? Yeah. Those are the two <laughs> groups? <laughs> the, two, the two categories. That's so good. That is so Ottawa. Uh, yeah. Okay. Team guest. Uh, next game Seneco and Ladders. Oh. Is that real or made up game? It may become real one day, <laughs> but it is unfortunately not real. Uh, not a real game. That's two. All right, yeah. Two one so far. Right. This is a good game. I yeah. may patent that though. Yeah. <laughs> it's not bad. Uh, uh, team Ottawa, no respect. I'm going to say the fake. Ro- the Rodney yeah, that's the Rodney <laughs> Unless it's the Rodney Dangerfield game. It might be. I'm going I'm to say fake. Yeah. You say fake. I'm going to bring up a picture 
Oh, no, it's not <laughs> oh. in this article. It's in a different one. It is real, though. It's a Rodney Dangerfield game oh my about God. number stacking. <laughs> nice. What? Wait, what? I'm not sure what that is. <laughs> no respect. No <laughs> yeah. yeah. Make money on anything. Okay, how about this one, team guest? Uh, 13 Dead End Drake. Hmm. Is it a Toronto game? That's the question. Um, I'm going to so. go with no. It is not a real game. Uh, yeah, yes. although you'd play that. I'd play that. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd play that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, how about this one, uh, Team Ottawa? Can you do a backflip? The game. Do you want to say real? No. I want to say fake. I'm going I'm to say fake as well. All right. We'll That's go fake. a fake game. Good job, guys. <laughs> All right. Let's do one. Most simple concept ever. <laughs> yeah. Can you? It's a very or small box. You? Yeah. <laughs> you win. Um, how about this one? Moose trap. Mm. Uh-huh. You know what? I'm going real. Spe- spell moose? M O O S. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm sorry, it's fake. Uh, I thought I thought you were mispronouncing yeah. Moose Trap. Oh, that would have been funny. Oh, that would have been funny, yeah. Oh, That's all right. Moose Trap. Moose. <laughs> it sounds like it could be the Canadian version of yeah. Moose Trap. Totally. Well, that's what I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was like a yeah. Canadian game about, like, I don't know, like, you're in the wilderness and you have to track moose or something. Yeah. Like that. yeah. But, like, to be fair, I think you hunt moose. You don't trap them. Mm, right. That's true. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I should have known like they say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My brother that's hunts it. moose, actually. So <laughs> yeah. I, should, I could just call a friend, I guess. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll come up with that game. Yeah. <laughs> Last one, Team Ottawa. Oh. Hungry, Hungry Harpers. That's obviously fake. That's a fake I, game as well. <laughs> <laughs> well I wanted to say real. real. Yeah. I wanted to say real. Like a green party supported yeah. one or something. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You can picture that though. With like yeah. Definitely. Yeah. There's yeah. still liberals and criminals in that game too. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Yeah, exactly. And that's how we play. I lost track a while ago, but I think Team Guest still takes it by narrow margin. Congrats. <laughs> Thank All right. you. It's a good assumption. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. 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 Good win. And that's All how right. we play. What's in the name? Of a board game. That's <laughs> <laughs> the time when the pause was completely inappropriate. I, yeah. Yeah. I think we, was we the, prided you on your, or yeah. we like uh, gave you compliments Praise. on your, uh, yeah. yeah, your pauses before. Yeah, we take it back. Too much. You yeah. ruined I it. Take yeah, it back. yeah, back down to zero. <laughs> this is the fairest game we've ever played. That's true, eh? Yeah. It's not yeah. bad. I'm trying to be more. Uh, I asked for tough. I yeah. asked for tough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so moving on from that, yeah. <laughs> as we usually try to do, it's funny how we like you, do these holes. Yeah, it's true. Um, you do some volunteering in Ottawa. I do volunteer in Ottawa. Um, actually, when I moved here, I realized that I wanted to meet people from different backgrounds and doing different things. So I decided to just find some organizations where I could kind of get behind what they're doing and just started volunteering. So probably the first one I started volunteering for is also super fun, which is Bo's Oktoberfest. Great. So I met uh, actually a friend the very first time I ever volunteered and we've volunteered together every year since this is our fifth year. You're doing it again. Yeah, I'm doing it again. Great. Uh, I also volunteer for Hidden Harvest, which is back to my foraging kind of food theme, it uh, basically like people who own fruit trees or, um, you know, nut trees or things like that in the city, uh, you know, a lot of that uh, food kind of goes to waste because they don't end up picking right. it in time. So volunteers will go and pick the food, give a quarter of the food to the homeowner. They get to keep a quarter and then half of it goes to like the food bank or huh. to um, oh, wow. an organization that accepts food donations. Wow. That's so, great. Yeah. It, it really helps eliminate waste. And, True. uh, 
it's also kind of fun to just like go picking cherries for an afternoon. Like it's, yeah, no it's cool to get outside and kind of meet people that way. And mm-hmm. is that like a, you would do it for one day or is it like you go out every no, weekend? It's, or? it's great. They just send you a little email that says like you, you basically pick the neighborhoods you want to mm-hmm. pick in right. and uh, they'll let you know, like, you know, there's um, service berries, which I call Saskatoon berries because my <laughs> city's named after them, but Saskatoon berries say in like the Glebe and then you yeah. kind of sign up on a first come first serve basis. So oh, okay, um, cool. Yeah. Okay. That's awesome. Um, yeah, and uh, I would say the other organization I volunteer with a lot is uh, Ottawa Good Food Box. Okay. So I'm on their steering committee, and uh, it's basically about getting good, affordable fruits and vegetables out to people, um, especially in the city who may not be able to uh, go to a grocery store or don't have a car or something mm-hmm. like that. So, um, But it's for everybody. You know, I get their boxes. A lot of my coworkers do, too. And hmm. yeah, it's hmm. basically you go to your neighborhood pickup spot, and yep. it's like 20 bucks for, you know, we have organic boxes. We have all sorts of boxes, and... Yeah, it's oh, great. Wow. And where does the food come from? Uh, we have a lot of local farmers that we mm. kind of have relationships with. Yeah. But, um, you know, in the winter, sometimes you have to go to Whole Foods stores, that kind of right. thing. But we try and get it as local as possible. Wow. And, yeah. Not bad. Yeah. And what's uh, Jane's Walk? Is that another one? Yeah, Jane's Walk. Um, I've only recently gotten involved with them. Uh, basically, it's about getting outside and exploring the city. I'm not the best person to talk about the history of it. But basically, um, I believe Jane was an urban planner in... I want to say Toronto, sorry for <laughs> the organizers, but basically um, uh, just people in neighborhoods or just regular people will lead walks in different um, different themes and different places. Um, I was like a marshal, so I helped with one of the walks in Centertown that was about finding like local things that grow that you can harvest. So, you know, they huh. talked about like dandelions, but also like, look, this is a plum tree right in your neighborhood that you may not have noticed before. Kind of oh, thing. cool. Okay. Right. I like so, that. Yeah. Oh, but. You'll notice a lot of my stuff goes back to food. Yeah. Things, yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah. So it started with you sort of being a new resident of Ottawa. For sure. Um, how did you find that as a, like, aside from that, uh, you gave one example of, of, knowing somebody through Oktoberfest and seeing mm-hmm. them sort of every year. How do you, how did you find that with other organizations type thing? Like, did you meet a lot of people or how, how does that work for you? Yeah, I would say for sure. And the funny thing is with Ottawa, you know, it's kind of like Saskatoon in a sense where it's like, yeah, it's a city, but like it's a lot of the same people doing the volunteering or doing mm-hmm. a lot of things. So, you know, a lot of the people who volunteer for Hidden Harvest also volunteer for the Good Food Box or Jane's Walk kind of a thing. Sure. So it's kind of like reinforced relationships that I've built too. Okay. Um, you know, uh, thinking for an example, I'm thinking of this one girl, Angela, who, who I kind of met through University of Ottawa, okay. but then she also volunteered for Hidden Harvest and for Jane's Walk. So I would see her in multiple places and and also Oktoberfest too. So okay. yeah, it's yeah. like the same kind of huh. people you see yeah. around and yeah, okay. it's good. Cool. And, and do you get a chance to ever like, not, not that it's not enjoyable while you're volunteering, but can you just sort of chill at Oktoberfest and sort of do your oh, thing? For sure. It's like mm. one of the funnest places to volunteer. Um, I've done a different thing every year. Last year was probably the funnest I did uh, in uh, I basically I was dishwashing okay. so you dishwash for like <laughs> a fun. solid like five hours <laughs> yeah. but they have a special keg just for the dishwashers oh, so. <laughs> oh, <good laughs> yeah, they stuff. take really good care of their volunteers and uh, the festival's getting bigger and bigger so they're always looking for more people to help out too uh, yeah. but uh, yeah no I mean I'm coming back for my fifth year, so it shows you how good they take yeah, care of us. Apparently, yeah. You also get a free festival pass for the whole thing. Oh, so you do a one shift and then, oh, you great. know, you yeah. get free access. How long is the shift? Eight? I 
I think, what, maybe eight hours? Okay. I don't know. Okay. Depends what you're doing. It goes by so fast yeah. with a keg nearby. Well, totally. Yeah, yeah. totally. So, yeah, that's yeah. Really not bad. One hour of sobriety and yes. then the rest. <laughs> uh, whatever it takes, right? <laughs> and, and apparently this year they're bringing uh, something like 40 different craft beers or something, uh, aside oh, wow. from Bose. Yeah, like, there's going to be, they're opening up to others, which hmm. is interesting. Yeah, uh, That's sure. cool. I'm, uh, I just got my ticket, actually. It's gonna awesome. Be, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That might be because they announced like they're going Canada-wide. So maybe, maybe they, they're running out of, they're like out of beer in Ontario. They had to bring other beer in. Well, send it. They've sent it well, they started doing like a cask thing there. Cask okay. days, I think it's called. And they have all these casks. And I think last year they opened it up too, where like other breweries can come in. And so mm. you can buy little tickets for samples and try a whole bunch of different kinds of beer, oh. which is actually really cool. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, nice to be able to that. taste it and compare it to the sure. bows and stuff totally, too. Totally. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. What's your favorite Bose beer? <laughs> Do you have one? Such a hard. I mean, really you know, Lugtrit's a classic, but it it's delicious. Yeah, it's it really, really good. Yeah. Like I, I sometimes I find I really like the Groot, um, but then other times I'm like, oh, it's a little floral. But I would say Lugtrit is a solid choice if you've never had their beer yeah. before. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I, I, so I've never actually done a tour there, but apparently you can mix a, they they mix a couple different beers for you, and oh. apparently it just creates this new. I guess. Yeah. What was the other cocktail? One of them was that. Like, there's a there's a couple famous mixes like that. Like black and tan is one. Oh, right. Where they mix. Yeah. There's a couple different ones, but one of the yeah, the one you mentioned it's Lug Tread, and then one of the other beers. I think it's one of the the, the winter beers, either the the Oktoberfest beers or the winter Mm -hmm. beers. I think it might be the winter beers. Yeah, but uh, anyway, they they always do like a. uh, The last couple of years, they've done Night Martin, which is really good too. I think I'm gonna switch my answer. That's my favorite. Mm -hmm. Actually, it might be a mix of Night Martin and and the Lug Tread. I think so. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Which is cool. That one's really good, and the the Tom Green Milk Stout was actually pretty good. Yeah, that is great. That's great. And I mean with this delightful face on the bottle. How can you use that? <laughs> sure. <Yeah. laughs> it's a cartoon or not, it's, uh, yeah, yeah. it's good. He was, he was there last year, too. He was, yeah. yeah he he was, did so. his comedy. Yeah. He was a lot funnier than I expected him to be, I have to say. <laughs> yeah, like, I uh, I only caught a bit of it, but I... yeah I I realized I never really listened to him. No, me like, neither. I saw him in like movies, like Freddy Got yeah. Fingered yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And Which Charlie's I was Angels. Just like, <laughs> Charlie's yeah. Angels. He was yeah. so good. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's about it. But no, yeah, interesting. Yeah. Cool. He tricked me on Twitter into thinking I thought he was going to come on the show because he was doing a show in town. And uh, I tweeted at him saying like, you should come. And then uh, he liked it. Which oh, I thought mean. That's I, endorsement. I, I know. Okay. So yeah, but I'm not on Twitter. Did, I don't really did you send a message? No, no, I don't think you can. He didn't I don't follow know how Twitter up. works. He yeah. didn't follow up at all. But he liked it. And I immediately took that as, oh, he's going to do the show. So I start oh, telling all my yeah. friends. And I don't think you know how that works. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> Next time, yeah. liking is or yeah, like when you click the like button on Twitter, it's like mm-hmm. the equivalent of just like acknowledging. You know, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see you. Yeah, <laughs> thanks, thanks for your support, fan. Yeah. It doesn't mean Best what wishes, time. Tom Green. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, wow, uh, we're, we're, we've run up on time actually. But I do want to talk about one more thing. Um, House of Targ. We yes. keep hearing about it. Yes. But sell us on it and, and including the, the other thing you do with them, the pinball league. Okay. So, well, the that's the kind of thing. Okay. So basically my favorite place in Ottawa of all time is House of Targ. Okay. It is wow. a pinball uh, arcade. 
uh, a music venue and also a pierogi restaurant. My husband's Ukrainian, so that is like mega points in our books. And they make them fresh. They're delicious. Um, But basically, it's like just this space where like everybody's welcome. Everyone feels comfortable. They open it up to families on uh, before nighttime when it becomes Mm -hmm. a bar. But uh, I don't know. I've just been like getting really good at pinball lately and (laughs) just enjoying like playing like old school Mario and like uh, Space Invaders. And uh, on Sundays, they have this thing where you pay a five dollar cover and you can play all the games unlimited like oh that's awesome so it's it gets kind of huh. busy but like it's yeah. like a good good five dollar investment you know to be yeah. able to play all these games yeah um and one of the kind of cool things that is uh i've become um aware of because of house of targ is that there's this uh ottawa pin, uh, pinball women's league in the city to try and encourage women to feel like more comfortable playing games and like getting out there and like kind of just enjoying each other's company while playing like nerdy pinball games games and sure. i have not yet made it out to a thing i've been like a huge <laughs> lurker for like a year probably and like always tweet with them like i feel like i know them just because we're always tweeting at each other and stuff but uh i just like want to send them mad props i think that's like one of the coolest things in the city so oh yeah yeah, yeah. Sure. okay that's awesome very cool i'm uh, i'm glad we touched on that yeah I, I i had no idea there was uh there was a women's league first of all uh, yeah. which is which is a really cool thing uh but also i keep forgetting that they have other arcade games yeah they it's do. not just pinball no, like, I mean, yeah. I've been really boning up on my Space Invaders. It's good been, for you. It's wow. been good. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's making got, a comeback. Oh, Tetris, too. And you oh, can, like, play someone else. And, like, oh. Street Fighter and, like, Racing Game. It's, they've got everything. Wow. Yeah. Guys, we, we need to go. How have we not so. gone? Yeah. It's, it's go. insane. But, I go at least once a month. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. At least half our guests mention how much they love it. I know. Yeah, it's and, crazy. Yeah. and it's just on the street from here, right? Like, it's just insanity. Uh, with that, we've uh, gone a bit over time, which is fine, uh, but we'll give you a chance to plug anything you want to plug, including anything, again, you can talk about the places you volunteer and how to get involved if you like, uh, or anything else you want to talk about. Um, I just want to say basically, you know, it was a really positive experience for me to get out and volunteer and, you know, kind of give back to my community before I even became a part of it. And uh, I just want to encourage people to do the same. Um, there's a few places I mentioned, you know, Oktoberfest, uh, Jane's Walk, Hidden Harvest, uh, and the Ottawa Good Food Box. Yeah. Especially for the Ottawa Good Food Box, we're looking for steering committee members. So, you know, um, hmm. look at what's going on in your community and try and become a part of it. Make it better. What, what does it mean to be part of the steering committee? Uh, we basically, it's it's steering the direction no. of the organization. <laughs> no, so, like you in know, terms of commitment and things? Uh, I would say it's about a six-hour commitment a month. Okay. Maybe less in the summer, you know, kind of a thing. But, you know, we plan events. Um, we're working a lot right now with our website, trying to get a nicer, like, high-functioning website. Um, I'm doing a lot of communications work for them, so rewriting material, that kind of a thing. But Great. we're looking for a volunteer coordinator, so if anyone's interested and connected, come find us. Beautiful. Okay. Awesome. Uh, Rob, where can listeners find us? Listeners should head to ottawatpodcast.com. You can find us there. We're on Twitter and Facebook. Instagram, Keegan. I think you downloaded Instagram, right? No, no. I'm, uh, I'm getting on it. Go do it because they introduced a, this new Snapchat-like feature where you can post stories and stuff. Mm, also, like Instagram's it. great. It's great. There you yeah. go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, AuttawaPodcast.com. That's where you'll find the podcast. Go on iTunes, uh, Stitcher Radio. Leave us a review. We uh, we stopped getting reviews and we stopped asking. So I'll ask again. Oh, we got. Oh, I guess it's been a couple months now. Yeah, uh, we got. I just noticed, but we got one in June that I. Completely yes, but we got to read uh, it next time. 
Oh, yeah, I guess we could. Because yeah. we promised to read uh, any right. review no matter what. That's right. Can we I review the myself? Yeah, sure. Absolutely do that. <laughs> okay. This guest was amazing. <laughs> she was the worst. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Zero stars. Uh, Keegan, what is Ottawa News? Ottawa News is our um, satire news uh, website or part of our website. And we just write funny things about... That could happen in Ottawa, and then people think it's real sometimes and get really mad at us. <laughs> yeah, that happens. I'm okay so with it's, that. Uh, it's fun, and we, uh, we're always looking for writers or for ideas. Actually, someone sent me an idea today Great. that we might uh, write up, and uh, it's just fun. Yeah. All right. You did it surprisingly well there. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> today. Oh, yeah. uh, and Marie, it's your time to shine. You can say Ottawa, however you like, and we'll cut it. Ottawa, what? What? 